This episode of the Talk to Q Radio show is a bit different than the usual. This episode is about reuniting a family. A 19-year-old lady named Ibra Hayes was charged with being complicit to murder back in the mid-90s to what appears to be a wrong place, wrong time situation. After 24 years in prison, why is she still not free? Why did she receive the same penalty as the man who actually committed the murder? What can be done to get an appeal? Those are questions her family has asked for over two decades now. And I I don't do much talking on this show. This episode really just allows the family the opportunity to tell Ibra Hayes' side of the story since she's unable to tell it for herself. So please listen to the Hayes family and find it within your heart to help contribute to their cause to finding justice for Ibra Hayes. All right. I want to welcome all of you to this special edition of the Talk to Q radio show. You know, um, a couple of weeks ago, I was a few minutes from going on the air for a live show when someone called into the phone lines. And it was a young lady who said that she was cha- she was championing a cause and she needed my help. And I asked her to DM me and we would discuss what she was trying to do after the live show. So after the show, I checked and I did in fact have a message and it was from a 17 year old young lady in Alabama. And she had started a change.org petition on behalf of her aunt. Her aunt has been in jail for 24 years for a crime in which she still claims her innocence. Her aunt's name is Ebra Hayes, and the change.org petition is directed to the Alabama Governor Kay Ivey, Alabama Senator Doug Jones, and the Alabama Board of Pardons and Parole. Uh, The goal is 25,000 signatures at this time. And after communicating with the young lady, I decided to invite her and her other aunt onto the show to discuss the trial of Ebra Hayes. Uh, Without further ado, from the Yellowhammer state of Alabama, please welcome Via and Cassie to the Talk to Q radio show. Ladies, thank you for taking the time for coming on. Thank you. All right, so let's start from the beginning, and this is for whoever wants to tell the story. Can you please tell my listeners what happened back in, um, what, 1996 in the mid-90s that ended up changing so many lives? Okay. um, We also, we have her mother and father here. They can tell the story perfect. Hello. Hello. How are you doing, Mr. Hayes? I'm doing just fine. How about yourself? I'm doing well, sir. Okay. All right. I don't know how much time we got, you know what I mean? But the thing of it is is that, you know, uh. All this kind of happens, you know what I mean, after I had uh, come out the wall, you know. And I spent my first three years in Vietnam, and I'm, like I say, a Vietnam veteran, and I'm 21 years, six months, 14 days retired from the U.S. Army. And no sooner than uh, I retired, all this jumped off, and here we are, you know what I'm saying, doing all we can to make sure that we try to get her back to uh, back to the house so that she could at least enjoy some of her life, you know what I mean, other than, you know what I mean, prison life, because uh, yes, sir. I, was a correct, I was a correction officer for four and a half years at Houston County, Alabama, and I don't think it was justifiable, you know what I mean, as to what they did, because the individual that actually pulled the trigger, they gave him life, and uh, no, they gave him the death penalty, and gave her life without. He appealed his and got he was reduced down to life without. And she couldn't get no appeal because they said that uh, she was was given complicity. 
she was tried on complicity on a complicity charge, and she was the first one in this area to be charged under that uh, under that law, whatever it is. And I haven't been able to find out what that law was, but anyway, that's how it all uh, boiled down to. But you have to know a little bit more about this situation here because they started off trying to uh, intimidate her, and by them intimidating her. The friend that she was with, he felt that he should do something about it. So what he did is that he stole my pistol, which was a forty-four Magnum, the same one that uh, Clint Eastwood used in that Dirty Harry movie. Yes, sir. And I, that was my sidearm for when I go hunting. And I had animal killers in it. And if uh, you know anything about animal killers, that one shot, you know what I mean, you've got to drop whatever you're doing. And he stole that pistol pulled it out, and fired two rounds, one in the air, and the other one hit the individual in the back and right there on the spot, you know what I'm saying, it just tore him apart and told her that if you don't drive up here, drive faster, you know they got pistols and they're going to shoot back. So she decided to pull off, not, not knowing who it shot who. That's how that all went down, and they got here for complicity. And... Now we're doing all we can to try to get her back to the house. And we tried to get her, you know what I mean, on uh, uh, on, a, on an appeal. But they would not appeal her case for no reason. And everybody that she had working on her appeal has been deceased. And speaking of deceased, I just really would not really, really want to speak on that. But the thing of it is, is that the way he said it, that they was all shooting at each other. Or they was gonna shoot at each other. Simple as that. So that's yes, how sir. it all ended up. I'm Eva Hayes' mom, Evelyn, and it's just this, my daughter. Yeah, she had never even had a speeding ticket before. She had been in no trouble before. This is the first thing she've ever had any problems, you know, anything. And with her. Um, she was got supposed to be for complicity. She said she didn't get the gun and everything, but she was tried on that there, and they gave her, she didn't even get youthful offender, which it seemed like she should have got youthful offender because she never had trouble with the law, no speeding tickets, nothing. She didn't get that there, even offered to her. And then to get life without, it just seemed kind of harsh. We would just like for me to see her her father enjoy his daughter because he's has stage four cancer. He was given two years to live about two years ago. You know, and we go to see her, you know, now of course we can't visit because of the virus, but we go every visit yes, to see her with of course it is we're older. We're not you know, we are we are senior senior citizens. And it's been it's been it's been hard. But the thing about it, it just it just don't feel like it's justice. Twenty four years for whatever she has served. She went at night. She haven't had a chance to life. Her father here. It would be good that if he could, you know, have his daughter home. And plus, she's needed. She's really needed at home. She really is because we both have health problems. You know. Okay. Now let me ask this: As to your knowledge, were there any black people on the jury uh, for this trial? They had struck all of the black jurors off except for two. Okay. All right. So the prosecutor pretty much convinced everyone that Miss Hayes was complicit in murder and essentially saying that she knew that the uh, 
the uh, defendant, Dennis McGriff, who was the man charged with the actual killing, had gotten the weapon and planned to shoot the victim and all of that. And uh, she's been in, what, Tutwiler's women prison since 1996. Yeah. Now, Via, you right. started the petition at change.org to get the attention of Alabama Governor Kay Ivey. Can you tell us the purpose yeah. of this petition and what you hope to accomplish with it? I honestly, I just hope to accomplish, we get an appeal and we help to get her home and just to be back with her family. She's never been able to live her life. She went in there when she was 19 and she's now a grown up. She probably, it just, we need her home and her family has health problems and that'll just be the best thing now and the only thing that really could help us. Okay. And like you said, she was 19 when this happened and I mean, I remember when I was 19, 20 years old, and, you know, sometimes you're in the wrong place at the wrong time, but fortunately it didn't necessarily change my life in any type of life-altering way. But for someone that does not have any type of track record of doing anything wrong, it's hard to believe that there was no leniency considered in this particular case. Um, I mean, how often do you get to communicate with Miss Hayes? Is she in pretty good spirits? Um, yes, we literally, we just talked to her last night while we were having a celebration for her. Instead of it being called the 4th of July, we named it Justice for Eber Hayes. Right. Okay. And um, let me see. Let me speak with uh, Cassie for a minute here. And okay. Cassie, um, I mean, Via is has taken charge of, of this petition and is doing very well. I know that um, the last I saw it was right at 25,000 signatures, so it could go higher. But how proud is the family of what she's done in order to try to help you all get um, Miss Hayes back home to her family? Oh, the joy is, of course, you know, we're happy and we appreciate everything that she's done. You know, we've been talking about doing something like this, but it's just like with this day and age, everything is just so interactive with people through social media. So we just sat down one Sunday and we were just like, hey, we need to start this petition. Hopefully, we, you know, we can just get the word out here to let everybody know and see the injustice that's in the Alabama system. Not only that, just with her, like you said, she was only 19. She had no priors. She had nothing wrong. She was just like the perfect girl. I just feel like her life was taken. And, you know, she understands that she done wrong. She served her time, 24 years, of course. That's too much of a time for anybody to serve on something that she didn't do. So, you know, we're just really looking for, you know, just to get the word out here. Maybe the right person can look into the case to see if we could try to get her an appeal, to try to get her on probation. Right now she is in the honor zone. She's serving on good time. She hasn't been in trouble. We speak to her pretty much almost every day or whenever she calls. But we're really proud of it. You know, um, I think that she has a bright future ahead of her, you know, with this. Um, but right now we're just asking for everybody to read her story, to share it, you know, just to read it and understand if that was your sister or mother or daughter or cousin or just whatever. It don't even have to be a family thing. But my biggest thing is it takes a community to change anything. So if we want to see change, we have to be that change. So that's all we're just asking. And we just really appreciate you even just taking the time to even put us on your ad just to give us this little platform. Well, it's definitely my pleasure. Um, I'm actually right next door to you all. I'm, I'm in Jackson, Mississippi. And oh, so, yeah. um, I, yeah, so I've seen my share of these type of these types of cases. Um, yeah. And a lot of times, you know, as we as black people, we get we get lost in the criminal justice system and we kind of get just get thrown away. You know, that happens quite a lot more often than people tend to admit. When when Via reached out to me, I, I was more than happy to try to 
have you all on to tell your story and, and see if we can get some progress with this petition. So I will definitely share this link on my website over at TalkToQ.com. We'll do what we can to try to build more awareness to, you know, Mr. Hayes and, and Ms. Evelyn, you know, my thoughts and prayers go out to you all and, um, and to the rest of the family. And like I said, we will do what we can to try to get justice for Ms. Hayes. And I really appreciate it. Like once again, just from the family and, you know, all the friends of our community, we really appreciate everything because like I said, you didn't have to do this, but the fact that you did and the fact that there's people on our side that signed this petition, even when y'all go look at the comments, the comments alone to just let you know the support. It's not just about signing the petition. You can get anybody to sign the petition. But once people start right. coming and their feelings and, you know, the injustice that it is, and once again, I just want to bring up this little point that they put in here. They said they want to make her out to be a model a model prisoner. What is that? How do you how do you make somebody out to be a model prisoner? If you, It's either you're going to let them go in there to try to change their life. You can't just put somebody and isolate them in there and expect them to change. That It doesn't happen like that. You know, everybody makes mistakes. You know, I understand it's prisoners and murderers and, you know, all different type of people in the jail system, but everybody's not mm-hmm. bad. And I just feel like Ibra, which is yellow, that's what we call her, I really believe she deserves a second chance. She's paid her price. She deserves a second chance. And we will not stop until we see her walking out here on this green pasture that's right out here in this country. So, you know, we just want, once again, we would love for everybody to share it, tell your friends, tell your grandmama. If grandma don't know how to sign a petition, tell grandma I'll walk her through it. Just, you know, we need everybody <laughs> to tip in. You know, we just need everybody to just take part. Just two minutes to sign a petition, read a story. If y'all have questions, reach out to me and Via. We're more than happy to give y'all our phone numbers. But this is just not all her story. Everybody have their part in her story, but that's why we really wanted Yetta to be home so she could tell her side of the story. Because once again, nobody was there, so we really don't really know what happened. Till right. she's home, we can't let her explain the story for her own, you know, coming from her. But once again, we do appreciate everything. I want to thank all of you for listening to this special edition of the Talk to You Radio Show. My thanks to Via, Cassie, Mr. and Mrs. Hayes for joining me and sharing their story with us. I truly wish the best for all of the Hayes family, and I hope that you can be reunited with Miss Ibra Hayes soon. To my listeners, you can go to TalkToQ.com and find the link to the Change.org petition and add your name to the list of growing supporters for those who want to see justice for Ibra Hayes. Thanks for listening. Have a good day.